1: Welcome to the Adventure Games podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. And uh, firstly, happy St. Patrick's Day if you're listening to this on the day of release. Um, I hope everyone is enjoying it wherever you are in the world. Uh, Today, everybody's Irish. Um, So, um, and for this special day, I was delighted to be joined by Anti Laxo, all the way from Finland. Now, he had just released uh, his new game called Dreams in the Witch House, which is very, very interesting. It is a point and click adventure game, but it also has RPG elements. It's an open world, non linear Lovecraft game based on a Lovecraft short story, The Dreams in the Witch House. It's got fantastic reviews, and uh, I can, after seeing some gameplay, reading comments about it, I wanted to speak to him. So uh, he's very kind enough to talk to me. And uh, I think you'd be interested in this game. Even if you're a Lovecraft fan or not, I think people listening will be really interested uh, in this game after this interview. So, uh, without further ado, here is my interview with Anti Laxo. Please enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Adventure Games podcast. And I am delighted to be joined by, now let's see if I can get all of this correct first time. I'm delighted to be joined by Anti Laxo. From Atom Brain Games, the developer of Dreams in the Witch House, did I get Perfect. all that correct? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, h- hello, Antti. How are you?
2: Thanks. Uh, I'm fine. Uh, bit bit sleepy, It's quite late, but but I'm fine. Yeah,
1: it's a bit a uh, bit late for you. I just realized. Well, you're coming from you're coming to us from Finland. Uh, is that yeah. correct? It's. Which is yeah. two hours away from where I am in Ireland, so it's a bit, bit late for you. So uh, I will try not to go on too long. I I keep saying that, and then well, I do. I'll try not to in this case, but uh, we okay. can we can get into it then. Uh, so uh, no, I mentioned that you just released your game Dreams in the Witch House, which is really interesting. Games we're getting some really positive reviews. It's an open world. Uh, adventure game slash RPG with different endings and random elements and it's a Lovecraft game as well with pixel art as well so a lot of things I think a lot of people will be interested in but before we talk about that game I just wondering if you wanted to give a quick introduction about yourself uh what sure. uh do and if you have and this people tell me is the most difficult question that uh, they have to yeah. answer, like to get this out of the way. Do you have yeah. any favorite adventure or narrative or even RPG games that uh, that you sure. really, really enjoy?
2: Sure. Uh, like, um, well, because I think my game, like, when you look at it, it looks like a point-and-click um, mm. adventure. So so I really like those, even though my game is not traditional uh, point-and-click, uh, point-and-click adventure, but I think my like one of the favorite ones is that in uh, Indian Jones and the fate of Atlantis. It was just amazing uh, as a kid when I played it, and they should have made the movie out of it. Mm. It,
1: it <laughs> would have been was better. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So, so that's one really, really, really good one. And uh, well, there there are so many good games, and uh, mm, I, I I play like uh, different type of types of games and uh many many different kind of genres and uh, i think the point and click uh, games now are um it, it's it was a bit difficult to enjoy them because i'm making kind of similar games so you you kind of study and research and and and, and i think uh like is, how is my game compared to this one and so um uh, so it's nice to play something a bit different uh as a comparison.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard from other developers, other adventure game developers, that they like to play other kind of genres because yeah. you're working on a point and click an adventure game. Uh have you played any other genres uh when you've been while you've been working on this game?
2: Yeah, um like I I played like Rim World, you know that one. Oh, Rim World, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, like a very uh, hardcore, uh, like a, a colony simulator, and and then I bought uh, like a rally game. I never play rally games, but I wanted to have something completely different, like mm. like just to kind of um, go with uh, like reflexes and and not to think about anything, and so uh, like those are. Pretty different kind of uh, games that I usually play. I also like su- uh, submarine simulators. That's one okay. curiosity. I know, uh, like when I saw uh, that Boot the that the film. I, I became a submarine uh, kind of freak. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I bought, played a bunch of those and yeah. But uh, of course, yeah, many types of games.
1: Yeah, so different types of game, different genres, which is always nice to nice to see. Um, and uh, well, so you start, so you just released this game and in Dreams in the Witch House. Uh, when did you start working on this game, and how long have you been developing it?
2: Yeah, so I think I like looking at the old files. Uh, uh, I think it the earliest ones are from two thousand and fifteen. So it's been, wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what seven, eight years, uh, yeah, but not not full time because um, uh, I'm I'm a bit like uh, I don't have a like game company or or I didn't have a game company. I'm uh, I'm my background is in animation uh, and and in filmmaking, so uh, I worked as a like an animator and. And uh, teaching animation, and and then made my own uh, short films. Also made one uh, live action uh, short film. Uh, so so at one point I kind of was thinking that I would like to make a game, mm. uh, ma- mainly because nobody buys short films. <laughs> like like people see that maybe in, in film festivals, and you're lucky if you get money to to make them like you get paid when you make them but nobody buys them anymore then you people are people want to see them free so i i thought that maybe i should make a game because people buy games and and making a game must be easy and fun and 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 so on and and i started to make uh kind of this one detective game and it i kind of lost uh, stopped it after Three months or something like ah, there's so much work and 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 so on. So I, I kind of paused that thing, uh, and and then time passed, not not very long. But then I uh, because I'm a big Lovecraft uh, fan, uh, then then I reread the Dreams in the Witch House, and it kind of just clicked in my head that this is the one. Like this, this would make an amazing game. Uh, it has the time scale, uh like how do you say it, like um how how certain events uh progress, like the the short story uh contains like two, three months and there's very clear like passage of time. So so then came the idea that it it the game could be connected to the like time and time would progress and so, so my point was really to. I loved the short story so much that I wanted to, to make the player to kind of go inside the, the story, uh, and not not kind of follow it uh, like linear way, but but really be inside it and really decide almost you know everything, uh, what what they are going to do and how they are going to survive and, so so that was my kind of point to to make the story come alive but so that you can really have an effect how it ends uh, so yeah th- th- that was the whole kind of uh, idea behind it
1: no fantastic and uh, yeah you mentioned you're a lovecraft uh, fan and that the reasons why you adapted dreams in the witch house as a game uh, but I wanted to ask you uh, what is it about lovecraft because there has been a number of Lovecraft games, you know, yeah. a lot very good games. Some maybe not as good, but a lot yeah. of Lovecraft games, particular adventure games, adventure horror games as well, based on the works of uh, Lovecraft. So I wanted to ask you, as a Lovecraft fan, what is it about Lovecraft that a lot of people like to adapt about his work? You've already kind of answered about Dreams in the Witch House as well, yeah. but what do you like in particular about his, yeah. his stories? And maybe you want to make an adventure game
2: well um i i was a teenager when i kind of found found his uh, short stories and I had never like read anything like that before it, it was uh, like in, in Finnish, but um uh but it went like uh, it was completely like new to me like wow like what is this stuff it it kind of felt boring or, or not, not boring but kind of you know it's a bit slow and and so on but then suddenly like like there are these cosmic things opening up and and uh, and because they uh, lovecraft hints a lot uh, and kind of um, makes quick mentions to to some books and and you start to think that is this real are, are those books real and I remember when I was uh, like teenager then I went to uh, my local library, small town and and kind of um, they had the they had computers there, and I tried to search for Necronomicon if they would have it <laughs> uh, and and then I kind of realized that no it's it's not uh, real. so so it, I, I think it gets the imagination like going on and and somebody said that if you if you kind of find lovecraft, when you're a teenager, it kind of sticks with you. Uh, and and uh, uh, like the opposite is that if you like try to get your friend to read Lovecraft as an like adult, it, it might not work like like he would say that uh, yeah, there's so much so many like other better writers and, mm. and so on. So it's somehow connected. If you find it early on, it, it kind of never leaves you. and yeah I, I still uh, really enjoy his uh, works and and I was even I did this uh, short film called sound from the Deep which was uh like lovecraft not adaptation but heavily based on his like mythos uh, so uh, I did it with my uh, friend Johannes Alonen, and and that was uh that was a very um, uh, well, that was a success. We won some awards and,
0: well, and congratulations.
2: Yeah, thanks. It's in it's in YouTube if you want to take a look. Oh, sure, and, I'd and, be
1: happy to add the link to it.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I, I think it might interest uh, Lovecraft uh, fans, and 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 people have responded to that film really well, and they say that that we kind of got uh, got what a uh, good. Uh, I got what what the point was with Lovecraft. That uh, so so I'm really happy with that, and and now it's great to hear that Lovecraft fans are enjoying the game as well. Uh, so so I, I think like there is the term Lovecraftian that's that is very like overly used or or I, I don't know even. Like if there's a tentacle, you call it Lovecraftian. And that's not um, like what Lovecraft is about. Uh, But but basically yeah, if you have a tentacle there, it's it's Lovecraftian. Uh, so so I, I tried to make a game that is kind of um a bit more uh like true to the original story and and not uh, not kind of dumb it down too much, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, uh,
1: what what I find interesting as to follow up what you were saying, when people mention love or when people adapt Lovecraft as well, usually it's um, the call of Cthulhu uh, or however you yeah. say it, or the shadow over input. but your game is based on a book or a story that I had never heard of. Now I'm far from a Lovecraft expert, um but yeah i find it usually people talk about lovecraft they only know those two stories yeah but you seem to know much more um yeah.
2: and first, i think yeah go ahead sorry yeah i, I think the like like the call of Tulu is actually quite difficult to adapt because it's like based on different notes and memos and it's kind of pieced together from different sources that the whole story is like somebody's looking at old files and piecing up the story. So, so so it's a that's a bit tricky to adapt. Uh, the Shadow of um, over this is a really good, definitely one of my favorites. But there's been quite many adapt- adaptations about it already, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a quite linear, like uh, escape story, basically uh like like man goes to a wrong place and and horrible things happen and he, he escapes it it's an amazing uh amazing story and I, I really love the um the game the call of cthulhu uh, dark corners of the earth
1: yeah that i was, think i played that yes
2: yeah that that was like escaping from that um uh, from that motel that's that was so so well done. It's like a perfect because that that whole scene was written so well, and it's amazing that they adapted the that one scene so so perfectly. So but it was already kind of done, that one. And and the dreams in the witch house is, is a bit more like neglected. Not not many know about it, but it's actually Really, uh, kind of rare Lovecraft story because there's one like a protagonist, and and it's in Arkham, uh, in the city, and it describes quite well the city and the the, the main character, and so it's um, it's a bit surprising that it hasn't been adapted that much. Like like there was now the um, uh, the Cabinet of uh, curiosities uh, episode on dreams in the witch house, like last end of last year. Have have you seen?
1: That? No, I don't. Uh, I don't believe I have now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that that was the adaptation of, of the story, but it was basically completely different. It they had changed it so much that. Mm, so it's, it's not. Really, yeah. Yeah, it, I was really kind of nervous to watch it, but. Uh, I was like thinking, what is what if that's like the perfect adaptation? There's like no point <laughs> anymore uh, to make this game, but uh, it was so completely different that I wouldn't even know it's the same story. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I, I try to keep it more uh, uh, tied to that original story. Yeah, it, it's a good. Good story, a bit bit neglected for some reason. I'm not sure why.
1: Oh well, I'm, I'm sure now more people like myself will be more yeah. interested in the story after yeah. after this game. Uh, and do you, do you think that for for your game that would it help if you are a Lovecraft fan, or can can anybody you know just jump in and enjoy the game? Uh, I,
2: I hope I hope that everybody can uh, jump in, and and what I've read. Uh, like there are people who have been streaming the game and so on. And I think most of them haven't read the story, but still can, can enjoy it because it's uh, it's quite simple in a way that, uh, that uh, a young student uh, is, is like... Uh, a ma- young math student moves to a house that it... That seems to be haunted, or or a witch has lived there once. Uh, so, so anybody can kind of uh, kind of uh, get it. You don't have to understand mm. all this mythology behind it. Uh, but I think if if you are a Lovecraft fan, then you can find out more, um, or you can kind of spot these small hints at at the different stories and and the names and and so on. So. Yeah, I, I hope that like everyone can play it, but uh, I think Lovecraft fans will get the extra kick out of it.
1: Nice. Well, I look forward to uh, to playing it myself. It is on the list. So um, so now we spoke a little bit about the inspiration. Uh, what can you tell us? and spoke a little bit about the uh, mm. the story and the location. What what can you tell us, of course, without spoiling things, before we mm. get to the gameplay, which I think a lot of people will find really interesting? What can you tell us about the story, the main plot and setup, and the main character, uh, who you yeah. play as?
2: So so uh, so you play as uh, Walter Gilman, who has just moved to Arkham. Uh, it's n- uh, 1929. in in It's a uh, near Boston. It's a like fictional city. Uh, so Walter Pillman has just moved there, starting his studies at the Miskatonic University, and he has uh, rented a room in this uh, old uh, lodging house, and and there are some rumors about it, and uh, well, uh, like the title says, dreams in the witch house. There's a rumor that uh, that witch is somehow connected to the house and and uh, his, his neighbor there uh, uh, kind of whispers about these uh, strange events that have been happening. But Walter is uh, like, believes in science and, and, and so on. Uh, he doesn't really necessarily uh, mind these rumors, but then as time passes soon, there are uh, start like weird things happening. There is this uh, strange uh, rat, uh, like infesting the room, like, like scurrying around and you know in the in between the walls, making noises and 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 disturbing his sleep. And then then uh, also uh, he starts. Walter starts to see dreams of these weird locations and. And uh, more time passes on, uh, the more stronger these uh, events uh, come. And, and Walter, well, the, the player doesn't have to uh, find out the answers, but the player can, can start to look into this and find the reasons what is happening. Uh, and at the same time, Walter is also working on his like, uh, thesis that combines uh, mathematics to, to occult, like basically uh, saying that that uh, magic is uh, just like uh, science that we don't understand and, and, and combining, making these weird theories and somehow uh, this also seems to be connected to the weird events happening in, in, the, in the room. So, uh, so some events are in motion, and 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 there is a like sense that something is about to happen, and and the player has to figure it out and find a way to protect Walter, uh, so that so that we can see what what's happening in the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. That... Put it briefly.
1: Yeah. No. I think uh, that. That really sells it very well. That uh, I think I you know have an idea of what to expect yeah. the story, but and I think what's interesting is because the the gameplay I think ties into the story that the player really can decide, as you just mentioned as well, where the story goes. <laughs> you mentioned we can decide um, wh- wh- whether we want to find the answers or look for the answers or not. Um, or we can just—I read in the Steam page. You can, I believe, you can just stay in bed if you wanted to. Or, yeah. Or,
2: yeah like or one tester like did one playthrough that he didn't really almost uh, leave the room at all. Yeah, he went to eat and and so on, but he he didn't even go to any exams and <laughs> and and it's uh, yeah it's. I think it's fun that you can like if you want to do something crazy like that you can do it and 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 uh, well like in like like in traditional point and click games the the game stops if you don't do the mm-hmm. necessary things so so here uh, here uh, the game will end uh, but but the way that it's going to end uh, depends on the actions and if the player doesn't do any actions then it might be that the end is not not very good
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I think it is interesting because a lot of most adventure games are more linear that there is a plot yeah. that you have to do these actions uh to follow the plot but uh and sometimes they have choice or the illusion of choice but here it seems yeah. like definitely as, as you just mentioned if you don't even go to exams well you'll have an ending uh or you could continue. Um, but what was it like to to develop this game like that? Was it more difficult? What's more, what what shall we yeah. say? What possessed you? Did Cthulhu possess you to make a game like this? It must have been more difficult
2: yeah. <laughs> to yeah, make this yeah. game than
1: a, than a simply linear yeah. adaptation of the of the original short story.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and I have to say that because I learned to code uh, by making this game. I I haven't. I didn't do any games before this, so it was wow. A, yeah, so I, I learned everything, but uh, I have to say it's made with the adventure game studio. Okay. Um, w- when I was like looking at the different engines, uh, what I would uh, use, so I, well, uh, well, it's free and kind of co- uh, community based, so that was nice, and and I was kind of uh, kind of just. Toying with it because I was basically doing a hobby game at that point. I was just doing something for myself uh, and testing it out, uh, and I found that the engine kind of—you can do pretty, pretty like crazy things with it. And and uh, so so, um, but but I have like I don't know redone the game maybe five times. My my code was really, really bad at at first, and uh, so so it's been a kind of also pleasure to when I got better at coding, I could you know streamline things and kind of uh, uh, make it more tight package so that it's easier to like edit and and so on. But like I said, I've been doing it for seven years, so so it it shows that like the. Uh, like how many things you have to take in in mind uh, because the because of the open nature of the game and and also um, at, at some point i kind of you know was wishing that um that this would be linear because then you have option to make really nice kind of uh kind of mood swings and, and this kind of you would kind of how do you say it? Uh, you take the player by the hand and and show beautiful things and and make them just the way you want. Uh, but now, now it can be that the player just uh, you know stays stays at home and misses all the nice things I've you know were. Yeah. But uh, but but that uh, yeah uh, that that was the whole point because the story was. I felt that this uh, this con- um, time aspect was very important for the story, and and I wanted to make something maybe something different. I wanted to make a game that I would like to uh, play myself, uh, and and I kind of like the point and click, uh, like basics of it, and, and the the like two D two D pixel graphics and so on, but. Uh, I I wanted to add this ex, extra layer to it. And yeah, I,
1: oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was like because it doesn't uh, it doesn't necessarily make game any better, like I was thinking that what if like Monkey Island would have a, have a like a clock ticking in the background and and there would be d- uh, day cycles and so on. It it wouldn't improve the game, but it, I was just like yeah, I had so much time to think about this <laughs> all, all all scenarios. But well, um yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, no, go it's
1: uh I mean I love personally when developers take risks and are ambitious as I mentioned before recording, even if they don't quite meet their ambition. But it sounds like in this case you have based on reviews that I've read, um you know just one review it got four point five out of five on adventure gamers and it's Positive, yeah. Very positive reviews on Steam, and um, it, and you've also added um, in the game random elements as well. <laughs> uh, I believe yeah. that. Um, and did you, because I know that you mentioned that you know players can decide, players can choose, but they might also miss mm. a lot of the story and a lot of the nice things that yeah. you added. Uh, did you have any concerns at all about telling the story by adding these, you know, nonlinear? open world random events in the game first to telling the story do you have any uh, do they contradict at the times or how did you get yeah. around that?
2: Yeah I was very uh, worried uh, when I was making the game basically as a, as a hobby early on then then it was just fun I didn't uh, think about that about the re- reception that much but but when I kind of decided that this will be a real game and uh, like a commercial game, then I uh, it, it was a really big uh, uh, kind of worry that mm. that is this too weird is this uh, is this a weird combination of of elements and and uh, will people get it at all will, will it, like uh, because I, I really didn't know how to uh, I, I know that I'm like happy with it that my uh, trusted testers were really happy with it but I had no idea how to how other people uh, see it so so of course yes I was quite quite worried about that uh, uh, and also that you probably uh, because it's quite difficult uh, if you play it for the first time so that was my other worry that you uh, Will it be too, like, uh, will people get annoyed, like, this is, uh, I don't understand it, uh, and I got a bad ending, I didn't win, like, (laughs) I want my money back. (laughs) Uh, Because the the point was kind of that you can fail, but it would be still uh, entertaining and interesting, and there would be a proper, uh, like, story to, to the failure, so so now now i'm really happy to hear that people uh, want to play it again and, and feel that they missed so much in the first round that they want to play it again or maybe even third time so so that's really great to uh hear because it, it's it's uh designed to be uh like uh replayable that that was one of uh one of the points as well so so yeah I, I'm happy that people seem to respond well to that and, and give it another try like like somebody said that at, at first um, playthrough he, he got a bad ending and was kind of undecided but then, then the game kind of stayed on in his head and was figuring out that maybe I should have done that and maybe I should have done that and, and then he played it again and and found a lot of more things and was and left a really good positive review review and so so that's nice to nice to read
1: yeah because i know that there is a discussion and there was a discussion i saw today at the time of recording on discord group that i'm part of about replayability in adventure games a lot of people said there that um with games give you the illusion of choice they don't bother replaying because it's you know could be the same thing or they don't have time or that they you know that they think if it's going to be just slightly different then what's the point but in this case it seems like each experience is genuinely different which you know, even when two different two different people talk about uh, their experience playing the game i'm guessing it would be quite different based on what you said
2: yeah yeah, uh i like, like at, at some point um Well, I don't know, maybe I got the feeling that I have this one chance to do this game and I'm so kind of far already in it that I want to get, want to go like all in, like uh, it might be that I don't get a chance to make uh, another game like this. Mm. So I I wanted to make this, uh, I don't know, the best, the best that I could possibly make and and it's not made with uh, uh, like like if if you would build a company, you would start to think about money, like we have to earn this much money and and cut the uh, costs and and it has to be released this day and 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 so on. But because I had other jobs, uh, I, I did the game um, like, sometimes I did it on the evenings or when I had a free day or on the weekend or so on so I could I could make it uh, without any like you know I didn't have to sell my house and my car and, and things like that so, that's good so to I hear could, <laughs> yeah, yeah but I'm not sure if it's ever going to be like a, um, how do you say it? a triple but, A
1: gamer but
2: yeah yeah or or I like if, if you count that you make it seven years how much money you would get have to get mm. out of it but i I'm not not thinking that too much. It would be great if people would find it and and, and buy it but uh, um, but I'm I, I think I'm more ha- happy with the reviews and and if mm. to read if people like get the point of the game and, and so on.
1: Uh yeah no so far from what I've read I think that uh, they definitely have and and I know that uh, I've discussed this as well with not all of them but quite a lot of AAA games I don't know a lot of them kind of feel s- similar whereas with indie games you know like with your game because you're not relying on this game maybe to make money you don't have the risk of selling your house and car you can take these yeah. risks and whether they work or not well but in this case it seems like they have. Which is which is great. And another element in your game which interests me is, what on the Steam page, it mentions that there are some RPG elements and some yeah. character stats. And what can you tell us about that? And why did you include, decide to include these?
2: Yeah. So uh, because um, in the short story, uh, Walter goes to school, and and it's mentioned that he he did uh, well on some exams but failed on. on on some other and I I felt that the studying should be like a game mechanic and and uh, so so that's uh, yeah so so that's one one big game mechanic and also the Walters theory is another it's a bit like the studying but but he's kind of working on his own paper and and uh, and then then can publish it and to get uh, Bit money, and also uh, because it was also in the short story that Walter got sick, uh, got fever and and so on, and and maybe he ate badly, and so so there is also like this. It's a bit like Sims also. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's a mix of a lot of different uh, genres. So so you have to kind of take care of Walter as well, uh, and. It's not so detailed than in scenes you don't have to go to toilet. <laughs> uh,
1: but... <laughs> and take a shower. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I, I draw the line somewhere this is enough. But uh, yeah, I, I felt that those things, uh, the, the survival is it's quite important and I wanted it to... Uh, uh, there has to be kind of sense of danger in the game. I, I think because in, in the short story then there is a huge like overbearing sense of dro- uh, doom and dread and something bad is going to happen and and so on so uh, so I felt that the player has to have a little bit of like tension and and uh, that he that that player could die even before the ending I it should be quite difficult but but uh, but you can die before the ending. If uh, but that probably requires some bad luck as well. <laughs> or yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I wanted to. I don't know. I wanted to add those kind of uh, elements to it to make it more uh, to make it more uh, feel like you're in control and you are Walter Gilman and you have to kind of take care of yourself. And if it would be in just like a linear point and click game, uh, you would know basically that you can't fail, you can't mm-hmm. die. Nothing really bad is going to happen. Like uh, So I, I wanted to have that sense of danger. In it.
1: Yeah, well, I think, uh, again, it seems like you have succeeded. And, um, and I also see that uh, the game takes place there. Day and evening and night cycles as well. Okay. Um, and how um how long? You know, we spoke about replayability, but how long does would one playthrough take? Player typically, based on what you've seen from the testers and everything, how long uh, would one playthrough take? I in, think it's on um, average, more or less.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think like maybe around ten hours, like Ooh, the first so first run yeah yeah you know, what I've read uh I think you can do it faster, but uh if if you are ex- exploring things, probably the next one goes you know faster you don't have to read all the texts if you if you don't want to but yeah I, I would say something something like that
1: okay, so, there's so quite quite a bit there for one playthrough and then you can yeah, replay it, which yeah kind of different different yeah.
2: things Th- that that was um because basically the game happens in, in two months so uh, yes that was a, like a concern that is it too too long like uh, is there too much repetition and but uh, but it, it doesn't seem to be a big issue for for the uh, players so but yeah it, it's quite uh, Quite big, really yeah. Big. No, usually
1: people say the opposite that a player is too short if it's, you know, eight hours or 10, ten hours or whatever. But no, it's um, I mean no. for me, especially with the replayability aspect, it's you yeah. definitely get your money's worth.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so.
1: <laughs> and then with the uh, the look of the game is also interesting. Because now we've spoken about how ambitious the game is, but it's a uh, pic- pixel art then um as well. And There's plenty of pixel art games, most of them I would say are probably more traditional, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to the pixel art port and click venture games, which I really love as well. But this game certainly has different elements gameplay wise. Um, but why did you decide to make it pixel art? Um, was it yeah. because of the AGS studio that you used, or was it what you wanted to make?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think it was that was probably one of the main reasons, but also, um uh, like um uh, uh i kind of i like the look of of pixel art, and mm. like if it would be h d that would be like really uh, yeah it it would be weird to draw, uh, draw- like would it be like painting uh would it be really realistic because on the other hand, I don't see these kind of very stylized um uh, drawing style kind of fitting as well like like there was like these new versions of the Monkey Island games something like that mm. I, I don't I don't think that would uh, fit fit very well uh, so so definitely definitely it's what uh, the adventure game studio engine uh, you can do an HD game with that as well but uh I don't know, it, it felt kind of natural way to do it. and and it's also nice that I could uh, you could work on it on your on my old laptop and uh, <laughs> it doesn't require a huge computer computer to play and uh, So, I don't know. I hadn't done uh, pixel art much before this. Uh, at all, almost in, in my detective game, I kind of the one that never got done. I kind of practiced a bit, but uh, uh, the art style came quite, quite naturally. Uh, w- yeah, and yeah. and also one thing like like uh, it, it's I kind of like that. Uh, like there is the brown in this weird rat creature. That is has a, like it is said that he has a face of a man and, and uh, like a feet feet and hands of a man, but otherwise rat. So so when you have like I don't know twenty pixels to to use, uh, uh, it leaves room for the imagination of the player, because mm-hmm. we don't see a, like a really HD clear. Uh, close up of the of the creature, so so that was kind of fun uh, to uh, to make these kind of simple simple versions that that the player can then maybe put their own like imagination behind it.
1: Yeah, no, I I think I I definitely agree because I think pixel art works really well with horror games in particular. As you mentioned mm-hmm. that. Uh, players can more use their imagination. Yeah. Um, that uh, we don't see it in HD. We don't see the, in this case, the rat creature. Yeah. That uh, and I think especially with Lovecraft, that a lot of it is about you know cosmic horror and imagination and dealing with you know our sanity as well. That's what we don't yeah. see. Uh, so I I do agree. I think there's, I haven't played it, but The Last Door. I've heard some good reviews about. Yeah, which I've heard and. I'm sure there's plenty of others which I can't think of, but no, I definitely agree. And now you mentioned as well that you, I believe you mentioned you were an animator. So did you yeah. did this game give you a chance to use your animation skills or give uh, add yeah. some animation effects in in this game? Yes,
2: yes, definitely it helped a lot, and and uh, that was the like one of the main point was that uh, because there's so there's a there's a certain amount of repetition like like there's a new day and you go to school and and so on. So I wanted that the animations have to be really uh, uh, quite fast, but smooth and nice. And it has to be very enjoyable to walk in the the different rooms. Uh, I want it to be a smooth experience. uh, And also when when there is an action, I want it to have an animation. So so, uh, the point was really to put quite a lot of animation in the game and, and to make it uh, as like pleasing as as possible. And of course, it was fun to do these. Uh, yeah, there is this rat, and then there are these weird uh, dreams, and they have all kind of special effects, and and those were really fun to fun to make, and also like use after effects and do quite complicated visual effects but then do it in this pixel uh, like really uh, with limited amount of pixels so it gives it a nice nice look uh, I, I feel but definitely uh, like uh, uh, I would say that it's easier to to learn coding than to other way around, <laughs> to <I would>, yeah. <laughs> learn animation, it's yeah, and, and drawing. Like if, if I would, yeah, uh, it, it's much easier uh, this way. Also, I would say and, and thank the Adventure Game Studio forums and and the people there. They helped me a lot. I I wouldn't been uh, able to do it uh, without the help.
1: Yeah, I've heard that uh, that the community in particular in the Adventure Game Studio. Uh, is particularly helpful. I mean, I find in general they've been very, very good, very helpful. But yeah. a particular adventure game studio, so that's great. Uh, yeah. That's great to see in here. And then I yeah. want to ask you about the soundtrack, then, because I um, uh, uh, believe it's someone who is uh, by who's well versed in Lovecraft as well. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about the person who created the the soundtrack
2: yeah. for this game? So uh, the soundtrack is from. Uh... Troy Sterling Nees and he's a uh, uh, he has composed, uh, for example, Paul of Cthulhu and *The Whisperer in the Darkness* uh, films, and uh, and has worked with the H.P. Lovecraft Historical Society uh, kind of group, making uh, music for their uh, different kind of productions. And uh, I was aware of him, and and really liked his work. And then uh, then 2017, when our uh, short film, The Sound from the Deep, uh, it was selected to the H.P. Lovecraft uh, Film Festival in, in Portland. Uh, I had the like, option to go there myself, which was one of my like, highlights of my life. Uh, and we won two awards there. So that was Wow,
1: congratulations. Great.
2: Yeah, and and then I um, I had already started to make the game then, and and I I was thinking that uh, maybe Troy would be here, and and he was there, and then I just uh, I had the game on my phone and with shaky hands went to him and <laughs> say, said that I'm doing this uh, Lovecraft adaptation, uh, Dreams in the Witch House. Would you be interested to? Um, do some music for this game, and and he said yes, <laughs> and and uh, then yeah, that that was that, and and then we started to uh, write emails and and talk about the music and and like uh, because it's been so long project, uh, we didn't there could be a like year that the music didn't advance, but then then uh, we did it in kind of touches and 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 his music really uh, helps to create the kind of lovecraft mood uh, it's it's really good my uh, my only wish is that there could be even more of the music like uh, <laughs> because it's so great I would love to have even more of it but uh, yeah so so and the music. Uh, because there is the uh, day cycles in the game, Uh, there's morning, uh, midday, evening, night, so I wanted that the music has, uh, music changes during the day, like in the the daytime and in the morning there is more like upbeat, uh, like city music, but in the evening it changes to a bit more uh, a bit spooky, and in, in the night it's like a horror film soundtrack basically, so so the music really uh, uh, is there is a mechanic behind it uh, and and there's uh, several like variations of the uh, of the location musics because you are probably going to spend uh, you're going to visit these uh, main locations many times so there has to be some variation in the music to, to keep it uh, fresh so yeah that I, I think that's really big part of the like atmosphere and and I really wanted to have a like rich atmosphere so the Troy's work uh, really helps in that uh, and the soundtrack is also uh, available on on Steam and GOG as well you could you can uh, get that as well.
1: Fantastic! Yeah, I imagine it helps to have worked with the fan, a fellow fan of Lovecraft. Yeah, you, you didn't have to say, "Well, this is how Lovecraft felt.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: Lovecraft he probably would have like, "Okay, got it." <laughs> yeah,
2: but but uh, but it's still it's still kind of uh, requires uh, some because because I have a kind of certain kind of feeling about the game and the, what the mood should be, and for example, I didn't. I want it to be a like, little bit of like pulpy, but not too much. Uh, I, I didn't want it to be like um, overly like serious or, or overly uh, maybe dramatic. But
0: mm.
2: it's like like it's it's so uh, I'm so uh, always uh, amazed uh, about music and, and composers how they can uh, like I I try to explain. Like it's always really difficult to try to put words for the feeling you you are after, but then they make something and and uh, it could be like this is it. Like how did you do it? so so that's, uh, for example, even the main theme in the main menu music, that's that's just perfect. i i'm mm. I'm so happy, happy with that.
1: No oh, well, that's Fantastic to to hear. Um, and where can people find? You mentioned uh, it's it's on Steam and GOG, correct?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Do you have any plans to port it to other platforms, or is it mainly on Steam and GOG just for now? Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it would be great. Uh, later on, many people ask uh, about Mac versions or or Switch mm. and and so on. But uh, like. Uh, Currently, I'm really busy with uh, like patching of the game and answering all all these kind of uh, um, mails and and comments and and so on. And and that's really, really great that people uh, talk about the game. So I haven't had time to really uh, focus on that. Probably it would need some extra help because that requires some heavy... Heavy coding stuff, and mm. that's not my special speciality. So uh, it it would be, of course, great. Um, but but also because the game has had now uh, two patches, and there's going to be probably more later on. Uh, so it would be best first to kind of really make the game really <laughs> bug free and and kind of. Perfect, and then, then do the other versions. But, but I'm I'm not sure if it's uh, possible. Probably, if the game does well, then it's more probable. But uh, it, it would be great. It would be great. But I have also a publisher, so so it's uh, we have to figure out this thing mm. uh, together.
1: Yeah, no, it's. uh, I think it's impressive that uh, because this game was just being released uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and already there are two, uh, well, two patches, two updates, which (laughs) I think is pretty impressive.
2: Well, yeah, it would be even more impressive if if there had. Didn't need to be any. Patches. Oh,
1: but for, from what I've heard from people, there there's always going to be some things that will need to yeah. be fixed.
2: Uh, especially,
1: and, especially a game as ambitious as this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it,
2: it was so weird that we tested it like really well and like like it's unbreakable. There's no bugs at all. But mm. then, when a large amount of people start to play it, they find but, it really weird.
1: Yes,
2: yeah, I, that's that never what happens. Of, yeah, <laughs> um, so, so so also like fixing those is a bit difficult because there are so many kind of variables and possibilities that uh that like things affect. Uh, maybe because Walter was uh like tired, the crash happened, or maybe you know. It, so, so it's been really helpful that people have sent uh, like saved games for me, and and then uh, it's easier for me to see what's exactly going on. But now, uh, it, it it was in good shape. Uh, the, these bugs have these are really kind of uh, uh, special. Only in special cases that uh, these things happened. So, mm. so they didn't affect the, most of players. I I would hope.
1: Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, as I said, it is usually typical for people to spot things, but it's great that you're fixing them very quickly. Um, yeah. Also, I just wanted to say thank you. You mentioned there save games because on the podcast, I've complained about many games that don't have save games anymore. It's just yeah. autosave. So thank you for including that. Yeah. <laughs> that jumps up in, in my book.
2: Yeah, um, I, I thought that it, it's maybe difficult enough, so I don't want to. Like, I don't want to annoy players. Obviously. Yes. Well, I
1: certainly really appreciate it. That's one wow. thing I will not be complaining about in this game, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, right. Also, one wanted to mention before we finish up, you mentioned with the, the endings that you mentioned people mm. got a bad ending. But uh, what I would think is, since it's a Lovecraft experience, surely the most obvious thing would be a quote-unquote yeah. bad ending. But um yeah um, yeah or if people complain about that well obviously don't know the lovecraft very well <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah the original story uh has a bad ending but
1: like the uh, do, that... i imagine or like most yeah craft.
2: But, but i have a like i i did a did uh there is a good ending like like it's not you know it's not that uh that nothing bad can ever happen again. That mm. Turo is dead or anything like that. But I think it's a good ending that fits to still to Lovecraft uh, story. That that okay. maybe maybe the maybe the threat is like postponed a bit and uh, or something like that.
1: Which is probably uh, the best we can hope for in a Lovecraft.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and well, it's. it's... Do you know as well if uh, people have been able to play this game under Steam Deck because I know not all games are available yeah. on the Steam deck. but yeah. has it worked, okay? Do you know for people on the Steam deck?
2: Yeah, uh, actually, just like a couple of days ago, I think Steam verif- not okay, Steam didn't verify, but Steam said that it's playable and what I've heard from Steam Deck users. Uh, that it works fine, except you probably have to map a few uh, hotkeys. And and because of the saving, mm-hmm. you need to type uh, a save game name. So you have to bring up uh, a keyboard. Uh, I don't own Steam Deck myself, but what, what I've heard, th- there's a good, uh, good discussion about it on the Steam forums as well. It seems that it works well with these few things that you have to do, but but they are I have uh, I kind of gathered that it's 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 working well, but to get it verified, uh, it would have to do had to do some some changes. Let's hope that uh, maybe later on we could get mm. it verified. That would be great. Perfect.
1: Uh, and no, I know you've just released the game, still working on it um do, but do you have any ideas at all for after all of this after you've had a well-deserved rest do you have any ideas on what you'd like to do would you like to make another adventure game another like tackle another lovecraft story or anything yeah. at all do you know um, of, or have you decided yet?
2: <laughs> well i i haven't yet decided like i haven't had time to really think about that yet like you said but mm. um also uh, because because uh, I also work uh, you know I'm teaching animation and and doing uh, other stuff as well so this is um, uh, like I, I'm not sure if I'm you know making a career in in, in computer games uh, it would be uh, it would be of course it would be great to make you uh, Another one, if, you know, if this game did like really well and I have the resources to do uh, another one, spend next seven years doing something, <laughs> that that could be great. But uh, also I, I might make a, you know, short film next. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I haven't yet uh, decided. Also, uh, I had to leave out many really fun things from the game because I... I would have not finished the game otherwise. so so I have kind of bunch of ideas that I had to leave out, so I don't know maybe, maybe sometime, I don't know, it would be fun to add them, but I have no promises yet, but mm. but that's one option uh, as well, to, one. hopefully, <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, there there were a couple of really. Really nice things that I had to, unfortunately, leave out. Mm,
1: well, we shall see in the future. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Is there any place that people can find you? Can find out more uh, about the work that you do, or about this game, yeah. or now I'll give the links in the show notes. But
2: yeah, well, uh, the Atom Brain Games is is on uh, Twitter, so uh, I I'm quite active there. I will comment and answer all questions and and also on uh, Facebook there is the dreams in the witch house uh, adventure game um, and, and yeah and, and there is the sound from the deep short film in YouTube so uh, so that one as well I, I think those are the ones that may be most interest I have done animation short films but uh and uh, like good ones, but it might be that the audience is most interested in 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 these these things. Okay.
1: I want to include links to, to, to the name of the film. Is, is it Sound of the Deep?
2: Yes, uh, Sound from the Deep.
1: Sound from the Deep. Okay, well, yeah. uh, I shall include a link to that as well on YouTube okay. channel and your Twitter, uh, where right. people can uh, uh, check them out as well. Um, okay. well thank you so much for joining me it has been an yeah, absolute thanks. pleasure and uh, congratulations again on the release of this game which was really ambitious and which really seems to have worked so congratulations on, on that is there anything else that you would like to mention before we leave it because I know it's getting late yeah.
2: well uh, <laughs> Well, thank you thank you for chatting it, it was uh, fun to talk about the game and uh, mm, well well uh well maybe maybe that that because the, my my I was a bit afraid that how how does the, like adventure game and and point and click uh, people react to the game like is this uh, like is this a sacrilege or like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> something like
2: that but I, I was really happy to see uh for example the adventure gamers uh, review that that gave it four and four point half uh, stars uh, out of five so uh so it, it, it i was really happy that that the point and click people um give a chance for this game that um uh, that uh that that they take of like a kind of kind of notice that uh this is not what they are maybe used to, but it can be still enjoyable and so so that's one thing that I'm happy about that uh, many people have been pl- uh, positively surprised. Uh, what else? Mm, I, I think that's all thank thank you very much. It was really good to chat with you.
1: No worries. I'm delighted to have spoken with you and uh, I look forward to playing the game and Talking about it more on the podcast, okay. and um, and yeah, I, I hope that uh, we hear more from you in the future. I hope you do continue to either add new elements to the game or make a new game. Um, and I look forward to hearing more about what you do in the future. So, thank you so much for joining me, Antti. And uh, and we will keep uh, in-
2: how oh. do I want to say your name? Uh, <laughs> it's Shorster, yes. Correct. Oh, First time. Yes. <laughs>
1: thank you. Uh. Well, no, no worries. Thank you so much, Anti, and uh, and look forward to hearing what you do next.
2: Okay. Thank you. Uh, have, a, have a nice night.
1: So that was my interview with Anti Laxo from Atom Brain Game. Uh, we just had a conversation there about Dreams in the Witch House, which is available on Steam and GOG. Uh, so huge, huge thank you to Anti. Uh, for uh, the chat and also uh, thank you to um, the publishers um, Asmo Salaranta and the publishers uh, Bonus Stage Publishing for also putting us in contact and uh, hope you people, hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope people get to try out the game uh, and enjoy it as well. Um, so that is it for uh, this episode and this interview. I'll be back again soon with... Um, uh, with more interviews and more reviews of uh the latest adventure games that we've been playing. Uh, if you haven't already, you can uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can uh, sign up to our Patreon, if you so wish, uh, which would really help us out. You can also uh, leave a review, which also really helps this podcast and adventure game developers who come on this podcast and uh, reviews there that we leave Uh, that's great for visibility and uh yeah you can also follow us on twitter and uh instagram all the show notes are in the well all the links are in the show notes so uh so thank you to everyone for your support uh take care and until next time goodbye